Today, we'll take a look at potential defensive coordinator hires for the Florida Gators under new head coach, Billy Napier, which we did a little bit on Monday, but we're going to go more in-depth today with more candidates only here on Locked On Gators. You are Locked On Gators, your daily podcast on the Florida Gators. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Lockdown Gators, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Lockdown Gators your first listen of the day. We are available daily and free wherever you listen to the podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Sonos. Sonos is the official sponsor of ESPN College Football. Go to Sonos.com to learn more. Happy Friday. I am Brandon Olson. You can find me on Twitter and on the beaches in Cancun, sorry. I am also the founder of Whole9Sports.com. You can find all of my written work. Also, just a reminder, really hope this isn't outdated, but I don't think it will be because I don't think that Billy Napier will announce a coordinator hire until after the introductory press conference, or at least until this coming Sunday. This is the last day of my vacation, so I will be here back with new updated content on Monday. Can't wait. Looking at the defensive coordinator hires, first up, we've got Jim Knowles. Jim Knowles, we spoke about on Monday. He is the Oklahoma State defensive coordinator. He runs a very creative defense. He disguises coverages very well. He runs a variety of coverages. I realized that on Monday, and I'm going to say the same thing today, he likes running man coverage with his safeties over the top to help. That, That doesn't change here. He still likes to do that, but he also does run a good bit of cover three, cover two. He, he changes his coverages up, Mabel sometimes. Jim Knowles also not an insane blitzer. He's not a very blitz-happy guy. He doesn't bring corners often. He doesn't bring safeties often. He doesn't even bring linebackers often, really. He brings them every now and then, but I feel like usually when he does, it's when he's dialing up a run blitz and it ends up being a pass. So Jim Knowles, he's not a big blitzer. He's very much more... Um, inclined, I guess I want to say would be the word inclined to just sitting back in coverage, letting you make your mistakes being a, not a, I don't want to say Ben don't break defense. Cause he's not really that kind of guy, but he he's going to make you earn him. Uh, I'll say that he's going to make you earn things. He's going to make you try to force the ball into tight coverage where his defense can then take advantage of it. He's a very, very skilled defensive coordinator. Great play caller, schemer. He's known as a uh, a mad scientist of defense. Jim Knowles is currently my favorite hire for his defensive play calling, his recruiting ability. He's the guy that I really want to see come to Gainesville. No matter what Locked On Pokes thinks, Jim Knowles is the guy that I want. He's the guy that was initially and instantly rumored to come over here with Billy Napier. I really want to see him come here. I think he would come here without a doubt. I think that the money Oklahoma State can't match despite, and I mean, he's got a number three defense in the country right now with Oklahoma State. And I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to insult anybody, but Oklahoma State does not have the defensive talent that Florida does. And he's got them playing exceptionally well. So imagine having the defensive playmakers that Florida has, And Jim Knowles, combining that with his defense, his scheme, his play calling, his game planning, all that fun stuff, and he can make them phenomenal. I'm talking like a top five defense against elite SEC talent. Jim Knowles is that guy. Of course, he's playing the conference while he's coaching. The conference championship tomorrow against Baylor, where maybe he wins, maybe he loses. I do think that if Jim Knowles wins, 
it's less likely, or if Oklahoma State wins, I think it's less likely he becomes the defensive coordinator of the Florida Gators because they'd likely be playoff bound. And I don't think he ditches the team before the playoffs. And I don't think Florida would want to wait that long to get their defensive coordinator named because, again, stability is the name of the game right now when you've got Oklahoma going through so much and you've got LSU going through so much and USC and TCU. You've got to jump on this opportunity. So I don't think that Billy Napier would want to wait until January to get this going. I think he wants to bring his guys in now, and I think winning the game might knock Jim Knowles out of competition there. Next, Doug Belk, the, the defensive coordinator at the University of Houston, the Cougars. Belk is not an aggressive blitzer. He plays smart. He plays physical. He plays fast. He's not an aggressive blitzer, though. I get I get those sound like something where people are like, oh, like they're going to blitz. No. And Doug Belk rotates his defensive line a lot. He rotates his linebackers a lot. His corners does not rotate them frequently. And I don't know if that's a depth thing because, like I said, Houston has openly said – Depth is killing us. That's what's killing us. Belk is a guy that I think will be the defensive coordinator if it is not Jim Knowles. However, there's been a lot of things where people are like, oh, like this is going to happen, and then it doesn't at all. So we're going to look at possibilities, potential candidates, guys that I don't know if they're candidates, but I'd love to see them be here. So Belk is one of those guys where it looks like Knowles or Belk, but again, this is all rumors and all speculation, so I don't want to say anything positively, Belk also almost never drops a defensive lineman into coverage like Christian Robinson has toyed with, but did not do that much against Florida State. So Belk is not an aggressive guy. He's not going to blitz a lot. He's going to send his three or send his four, sorry, and drop his seven in coverage. And that's fantastic because if Florida can continue to generate a pass rush by rushing four, then they are going to be monsters in this conference. Next, Ron Roberts, the Baylor defensive coordinator. Ron Roberts does like to bring the occasional defensive back blitz. He does blitz Jalen Petrie, not often, but a few times a game. Jalen Petrie is, of course, a safety linebacker corner hybrid. He does it all. And I think that Florida would have guys that can do that. Like, I think Ron Roberts might be the best guy when it comes to using someone like Dewan Black, who I've mentioned so frequently. I think that Dewan Black would be the Jalen Petrie of Florida in this case, where he'd be blitzing in coverage, whether it's shallow, whether it's man, whether it's deep coverage, that I think Dewan Black could be that guy. And Ron Roberts loves using versatile defenders frequently, linebacker safeties hybrids, safety corner hybrids, everything. He loves using them. What Ron Roberts does frequently, he uses two defensive tackles, two nose tackles frequently, and two stand-up edge rushers. So it's still a four-man front, but it's something he's really taken from Dave Aranda, the former defensive coordinator at LSU, who is now the head coach at Baylor. Uh, Dave Aranda tends to do that a lot, but Ron Roberts still likes to work his 3-3-5. It's going to be versatile, multiple fronts that you will see from Florida, which would be fantastic, by the way, to watch Florida work those fronts. Ron Roberts, he's not blitz happy, but he brings at least one linebacker on about, fit, and I mean off-ball linebacker. I don't mean the edge rushers. I mean an off-ball linebacker he brings on about 15% of his plays. Uh, again, brings the occasional blitzes. So he's not, an, he's not an aggressive play caller in the sense where he's sending six, sending seven frequently, but he usually sends four or five. And when it's the five, it could be a DB, it could be a linebacker, it could be anything. So I would watch Ron Roberts as a name to watch. He has experience, of course, working with Billy Napier. So it's another name that could be thrown out there. And I would not be surprised to see either of these three guys. We're going to talk about some of the 
I don't want to say less likely, but the less talked about guys next that are still, I think, very possible that they could be the next defensive coordinator of the Florida Gators, or one of them is currently the defensive coordinator of the Florida Gators. But first, anybody else make money this past weekend? Because I've told you guys multiple times this week. I didn't. I, I, I sucked this weekend. Sunday demolished my bankroll. It's really great. It's it's the second dumbest weekend I've ever had. The dumbest was when I got really drunk, made a bet for all of my bankroll on tennis and lost it. But that's my fault. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Obviously, Florida losing this year really sucked for me. Bet online even covers award shows, TV shows, and reality TV with real time updated odds and props on almost anything. You can imagine it is the best way to place your bets, and it's 100% free sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sports experts. Make sure to use promo code locked on. That is L O C K E D, no space, O N, for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Now, looking at some more defensive coordinator candidates that I, I think are pretty likely. Um, but I don't want to say are definitely going to happen. I think at the very worst, two of these guys could come on to the Florida Gators staff um, or stay on the Florida Gators staff at this point. But first up, Patrick Tony has been connected to it a lot. The Louisiana defensive coordinator. I think that the, uh, that the next head coach of Louisiana will be an outside hire or one of the off, one of the co-offensive coordinators getting a promotion. So I don't think that it'll be Patrick Tony just yet. Patrick Tony rotates his defensive line a lot. He rotates his linebackers a ton. He doesn't blitz very often. It is similar to Baylor's defensive scheme under Dave Aranda. Those wrinkles there that he has the two D tackles or two nose tackles, two edge rushers that are stand up usually. So that's pretty similar to Dave Aranda's scheme at Baylor. It's very four two five heavy. It's which is that's the biggest difference between Baylor and Houston is that. Patrick Tony runs a 4-2-5 almost exclusively, whereas uh, Baylor with Ron Roberts and Dave Aranda, they run 3-3-5, 4-2-5, they rotate. Patrick Tony at Louisiana runs a ton of quarters coverage often, very bend, don't break style there. So it's not aggressive at all. It's pretty conservative. I don't think that there would be an issue with that translating with Florida, especially given the safety and secondary talent in general that they have. Avery Helm, Jason Marshall on the outside. Travis Johnson on the inside, Rashad Torrance is going to be one of the starting safeties. I'm assuming Donovan McMillan would be the other. Maybe if Jadarius Perkins has another year of eligibility to stay, he could do that. And it, it's it's up in the air at that point, but it, it's pretty awesome <laughs> to see. It's a fun defensive scheme to look at. And I I mean, I could very possibly see him come. I know that Billy Napier has reportedly been looking for the big hire at defensive coordinator with Jim Knowles and Doug Belk. But I, I wouldn't rule out Patrick Tony coming over at all because we know that they've got a solid system. We know they've got good repertoire, good reputation together, good relationship together. So I would not rule that out at all. Next is Christian Robinson, the linebackers coach at Florida that is the current interim defensive coordinator. Christian Robinson has a reputation with the Florida Gators players. He is currently still recruiting for Florida because like I mentioned yesterday, of course, I'm on vacation right now. So I've recorded all these episodes at the same time um, on Monday. And Christian Robinson is currently in Birmingham, Alabama, supposedly or 
I mean, reportedly meeting with Shamar James, the four-star linebacker who committed to Florida in, I believe, June and then decommitted in late October, early November. So Christian Robinson, he's still recruiting for Florida. He's still a Florida guy. I've spoken so many times about Florida's staff and Florida's just board and Florida's athletic department loving Christian Robinson, wanting to keep him around. He's currently the linebacker coach. I don't know if he'd be willing to stay as a linebacker's coach or if he'd be willing to, I guess, uh, relegate, I guess, demote himself to linebacker's coach in favor of a different defensive coordinator. I personally would not be opposed to Christian Robinson being the full-time defensive coordinator of the Florida Gators. I think he's got a ton of talent, a ton of potential, and I wouldn't put it past him at all. I'm not sure if he's ready to take the reins full-time, but I am absolutely willing to give it a go, at least in this early one to two year period where it's like, well, let's Billy Napier's got to build the program his way, which is very different than how Florida's done things because, I mean, Florida basically hasn't done it the right way in quite a, quite a while now, a long sustainable way in quite a while. But Christian Robinson, if he's going to be our defensive coordinator, I would not be completely opposed to it. However, I will say if we can get a Patrick Tony or Doug Belk, or and, and any of the other previously spoken about guys, Christian Robinson, if he stays on a linebacker coach, I think that'd be best for the program and for his future. And again, if he's got an established relationship with the players, he can make this transition seamless. Jeff Burris is the next guy to talk about, a Louisiana cornerbacks coach right now. If Patrick Tony is the guy that gets promoted to head coach at Louisiana, or if Patrick Tony doesn't want to leave Louisiana and wants to stay D.C. or if he wants to go to a different Power 5 school as a defensive coordinator. Jeff Burris could be the next man up. He's currently, like I said, the cornerbacks coach at Louisiana. He was at Louisiana Tech for a couple of years before becoming the cornerbacks coach at Louisiana. And Jeff Burris has put guys into the NFL. LeJarrius Sneed for the uh, Kansas City Chiefs is a big guy that people talk about. And it's like, well, guess where he went to college? Louisiana Tech. Amik Robertson. Guess where he went to college? Louisiana Tech. Jeff Burris has an NFL pedigree. He played in the NFL. He coached in the NFL as an assistant as an assistant coach. He's got experience recruiting in the state of Louisiana, and he has an established history of putting corners into the NFL. And Florida, we used to be DBU. Simply put, we have not been for a while now. But Jeff Burris could take those Louisiana athletes, those Louisiana corners, those Louisiana animals, whatever you want to call them. He can recruit them. He can develop them. He can get them to the NFL, and that is one hell of a selling point when you talk to a lot of these high-caliber recruits. It's like, hey, you're a four-star, you're a five-star. Hell, if you're a three-star, odds are you think that you've got everything it takes to make it to the NFL. Jeff Burris can help get you there because he did it with less talented players. So he can get you, or less talented recruits, less highly sought-after recruits. He can get you there especially if you come to the University of Florida. And Jeff Burst, he was an All-American himself. He's got all the selling points. If he is not the defensive coordinator, if he's not up for defensive coordinator, I want him on this coaching staff, even if it's just the the secondary's coach in general. I I want Jeff Burst on this coaching staff as a recruiter, as a developer, and as a coach in general. He is one hell of a coach with one hell of a future, and this could be the next launching point for his career. Have y'all ever tried Built Bar Puffs? Built Bar is the best protein bar on the market, and Built Bar Puffs are one of the tastiest snacks around. Like It could be that I love marshmallow, so I could say that. And it's coated in deliciousness, whether it's a lemon cheesecake one, 
and the Ruby chocolate one, those two, my favorite ones, they slap, they're awesome. If you're trying to eat clean, but you've got a sweet tooth like me, that's no longer a problem. Built Bar is your low, low calorie, low sugar, high protein, and obviously most important, high fiber solution. You can even enjoy Built Bar if you're keto. Remember to use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off of your next order. And I'm, I'm serious. Just try the ruby chocolate ones. Try the lemon cheesecake ones. They sound kind of funky a little bit because the names, but I, I promise you, they're so good. <laughs> Use promo code LOCKED15. That is L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5 to get 15% off of your next order at Built or BuiltBar.com. Now, these final three defensive coordinator names that I'm going to throw at you, they're long shots, but they're people that I'd like to keep in the discussion for us personally, you know, this this, this circle of lockdown gators. Uh, Jim Leonard is the first one I'm going to mention, the Wisconsin defensive coordinator. I've spoken about him extensively. I said that I wanted him to be a head coach of the Florida Gators. Of course, that 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 didn't happen. Uh, I'd imagine that Florida has deep enough wallets to bring him over from Wisconsin to be the defensive coordinator because I don't think Wisconsin has the money or will to match that because I think that – Florida could probably offer him more than Wisconsin makes a head coach. So I don't think that that an assistant will get that at Wisconsin. So I, I think that it'd be great. It would give Jim Leonard access to Southern recruits because he's been primarily in the Midwest. And I think that giving him access to more Southern recruits, his defense is already phenomenal. If you've never watched Wisconsin, their defense is an NFL defense. The way that they disguise blitz, the way they disguise blitzes, disguise coverages, they make quarterbacks think. Jim Leonard, he's got a very bright future. This could be a one-year one kind of thing, though, with Jim Leonard. That's the biggest downside, I think. It's a one-year kind of thing because he will be a head coach sooner rather than later in college football, or if he wants to go to the NFL, I think that he'd be very welcome there. He's established as a recruiter in the Midwest. He can bring some of the top defenders from the Midwest to Florida in addition to bringing in Florida recruits to Florida and other Southern recruits to Florida. Jim Leonard could be the guy that puts this Florida defense back on the map as the elite of the elite. Now I'm talking Jim Knowles, Jim Leonard. Sam, give, give me a Jim. Just, just give me a Jim. You've also got Tosh Lupoy. He is currently the Jacksonville Jaguars defensive line coach. He previously was a coach, a defensive line coach with the Atlanta Falcons and the Cleveland Browns. He played at California. He coached at California. He coached at Washington. He coached at Alabama, including an overlap with Billy Napier at Alabama. So these two are connected. I don't think this is as much of a long shot as Jim Leonard was. And the next name, I also don't think is as much of a long shot as Jim Leonard. So I will say that. But Tosh Lapoy, he is that guy where similar to Jim Leonard, where Jim Leonard can give Florida access to these Midwestern recruits. Tosh Lapoy can give Florida access to these far west recruits. You can go with California. You can go to the Pacific Northwest where Tosh Lupoy has already coached. He can even go to the Midwest and he can go to Ohio and he can say, hey, I coached in the pros here and now I'm choosing to coach at the University of Florida. Come with us. We can get you to the pros. Tosh Lupoy is a fantastic possible candidate. If he's not willing to be a defensive coordinator, I would like to at least take a swing at him as a defensive line coach here. He's only been with the Jaguars for a year. It's been kind of tumultuous there with Urban Meyer, and people think he's going to quit on the team. People think he might get fired, whatever it may be. Tosh Lupoy could be the next Florida Gators defensive coordinator or defensive line coach, anything, but he could be great. Derek Ansley is the third and final name of this segment and the final name of the show. 
He chargers defensive backs coach. This one is, he's got a little bit of a red flag with him. He has a little bit of a risk because he was a part of Tennessee's pay for play scandal. And that obviously, we know, not allowed to do. But now you don't need to pay for play because you can just be like, hey, we're going to get you a ton of NIL money. You look at the Gator Collective. The Gator Collective gets Florida athletes paid. So you don't got you don't got to pay them as recruits. Derek Ansley was at one point the Tennessee Volunteers defensive coordinator, and he brought their defense, I think it was from 73rd to 29th in the nation in just a year. So Derek Ansley has a proven track record as a defensive coordinator in the SEC. He was at one point the highest paid defensive backs coach in the NFL where they rate with the Raiders and they went from five interceptions to in a year to 14 the next year. Derek Ansley is a great defensive coach, great defensive mind. He has history recruiting and working in the South. Derek Ansley is the guy that he can get defensive backs paid. He can get them going. And I think he'd be willing to come back to college to be a defensive coordinator. I don't think he's one of those guys where he'd be willing to come be a secondaries coach. I, I, I just don't see that working out, or not that I don't see it working out. I don't see that being a route that he would want to take, but I could see Derek Ansley be a defensive coordinator in college sooner rather than later. And I think that if he didn't get involved in the pay-for-play scandal, we'd still see him as a defensive coordinator at the college level. So Derek Ansley is a name that I want to talk about. Tosh Lupoy is a name I want to talk about. Jim Leonard is a guy, a guy that I want to talk about. I think they could all be solid defensive coordinator candidates. I don't think that they are likely defensive coordinator candidates, but I wanted to bring them up as guys that I think would be fantastic defensive coordinators. And Jim Leonard is the only long shot there. Tosh Lupoy and Derek Ansley could be guys. I just don't know how willing they'd be to come over. I don't know what would be going on with their salaries compared to what they make now. So I don't know if that would happen, but I will say that they are very possible guys to come over. And that's, I'm not, again, I'm not saying it's likely, but I think it's totally possible with Bill Napier connections to them. And I want to say that it's a possibility that it happens. And I think they'd be very good hires and I'd be very excited if they came to Gainesville. Thanks for making Lockdown Gators your first listen of the day every day. Don't miss out on Monday as we'll talk about all the news that happened with the Florida Gators while I was on vacation. Now make your second listen, Lockdown Bets, your daily one-stop shop for all of your gambling needs. Lockdown Bets, hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling for Lockdown Gators. I'm Brandon Olson. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at WNS underscore Brandon. You can find all of my written work with Whole9Sports.com. That is W-H-O-L-E-N-I-N-E Sports. And I will see you all Monday.